The Chicago White Sox lost to the Houston Astros 4-3 to on Sunday Night Baseball. On ESPN, the Sox lost 2-3 of three to the Astros during this past weekend series. Michael Kopech and Lucas Giolito had tough outings, but Johnny Cueto has been a workhorse as of late. He helped the Sox get their first win in Houston since 2019. Uh, the White Sox limp back home. And now have three games with the Toronto Blue Jays, but the Sox will welcome back uh, Tim Anderson for Monday's series opener. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen uh, each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Lockdown White Sox. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Uh, Bet Online, where the game starts. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Hey, really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox, Lockdown White Sox, as part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, Johnny Cueto continues to impress, while Giolito continues to provide reason for concern. Uh, White Sox finally got a win in Houston. Uh, but first, Kopech took the hill for the Sox, which was good. Uh, but I'm going to tell you why it was much different than his last appearance on Sunday Night Baseball. Uh, so, folks, our White Sox, uh, as I'm sure you know, lost two of three against the Houston Astros this past weekend. State of the Sox, they are 31-33, and 33, still chasing the Minnesota Twins by five games in the AL Central. Uh, some news and notes to go over. Uh, this was some stuff before a Sunday night's game that I came across. You might have uh, read about as well. Uh, big news uh, for the White Sox. Uh, Tim Anderson coming back on Monday. Uh, he's going to be the leadoff hitter, according to uh, La Russa. Uh, Tim Anderson was 5 for 15 in his rehab uh, stint down in Charlotte. Played a little bit of shortstop and also DH. Uh, apparently he uh, he's feeling good and uh, looking forward to returning, and uh, he is going to be a sight for sore eyes. Uh, Aloy Jimenez, a lot of video on social media this past weekend and recently of him taking batting practice in Charlotte, which is great. It's good to see uh, that he is swinging the bat and looks to be doing well. Uh, but where is he in the lineup? It just seems like we, he hasn't played many games as of late. In Charlotte, I know they suspended like his second uh, rehab stint. Um, hopefully, we see him soon. I'm glad he's taking batting practice, but confusing of why he is not uh, playing games. Hopefully, that changes soon. Uh, heard Liam Hendricks uh, is targeting uh, July 1st to be coming back. Uh, feels like 
uh, forever, even though it's only a couple more weeks. We've got to figure out ways to to get through things without uh, Hendricks. Uh, Joe Kelly was warming up on Sunday, but we never had an opportunity to use him. I think he's going to be the go-to guy if we get into save situations. Um, hopefully, you know, we see we see some of that against uh, Toronto. But yeah, would lo- it'd be nice to get Hendricks back soon, healthy. Hopefully there aren't any setbacks. Uh, Yoan Mankata with another injury this past weekend. Uh, pulled his hamstring running to first base on uh, Friday. Um, did not play on Saturday or Sunday. It sounds like they're waiting to see how things go on Monday. I think they there were some tests given. Some things did show up on the uh, MRI or whatever the test was. Uh, but there weren't any specifics that I could find. Uh, and we'll see how he feels and what they're going to do moving forward. Uh, Adam Hazley rejoined the White Sox prior to Sunday's game. We're going to talk about him uh, throughout this recap. Uh, Matt Foster on the bereavement uh, list. Um, you know, it's been a while, it feels like, uh, since we talked a lot of Tony LaRussa. You know, it feels like almost forever since the Trey Turner uh, walk and and some of the crazy lineup stuff. LaRusse has gotten pretty consistent. Has it been LaRusse making those decisions? Um, has somebody been forcing his hand? Uh, I was scrolling through some stuff before Sunday's game on social media and found uh, uh, some items that Scott Merkin had tweeted out. He's uh, the beat reporter uh, for the White Sox through MLB. Uh, doing it for a very long time, does a great job. And uh, this was something that LaRusa had said. This is a quote from LaRusa that I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, you have to please the people uh, that hired you, and you have to please the fans who pay to watch your team play. Uh, but in the end, the opinion that means the most are the guys in the clubhouse. If they quit playing for you, I leave. Uh, so you might be wondering yourself, well, what do actually, what do players, uh, how do they feel, you know, about La Russa? And, you know, I'm, I'd be shocked if anybody really came out in a negative way. I think you'd hear about it in other, you know, rumors or some animosity, and maybe there was some closed door or some team meetings. But Abreu, who, you know, I feel like is really the captain of this team, um, you know, he came out and, and he had this quote. Uh, kind of in response maybe to what LaRusa had said, and this was also through Scott Merkin. Uh, Abreu said, I can't tell you he's the best manager because I have to be respectful with the other two managers I played for in the majors, uh, Robin and Rick, but I can tell you as a person, as a leader, he's all that you can ask for in a manager. I'm glad that he's our manager. So you know, I don't know if you want to say Abreu is uh, the spokesperson for uh, the White Sox team. You know, he, I, I think he, I, I think of him as a captain. Um, you know, I wish they would go ahead and put the C on his jersey. Uh, he he means that much, I think, to the organization. So for him to say that was really interesting, and I and I thought those two quotes were were kind of timely. I guess you know, after all the stuff that's been going on re- recently with TLR. Uh, Let's get into this uh, Sunday game here. Um, It was kind of a sleepy game for a while uh, as ESPN decided to focus on a lot of other things that were not game related that we'll we'll discuss. Uh, Sox lost four to three. 
Sacks made a late charge. I don't think it was that close. Uh, we'll talk offense in a little bit. Uh, but Kopech took the hill, which was a good sign. Had that uh, knee issue last Sunday while the Sacks were at home, only threw 13 pitches. We thought the worst as a fan base because that's what hap- is happening with our team. Uh, injuries nonstop. He needed some fluid drained out of his knee. He threw a bullpen session on Thursday. Things went well, and they gave him the green light to start, which is great. The fact that Kopech didn't have to miss a start is a good sign. Uh, but there was some trouble early uh, you know, for Kopech. He was not as sharp as he has been. Uh, he had a leadoff hit to Altuve, a few base hits, and some good base running by the Astros uh, put them up one nothing early. Still two on uh, with one out. Uh, he was able to induce an infield pop out, then a strikeout. The threat was over. Velocity noticeably pretty low in the first inning. Uh, did get to 95 miles per hour. He threw 24 pitches in the first inning. Uh, second inning, uh, threw less than 10 pitches, which is a great sign to get two outs. Then an infield hit. Abreu was pulled off the bag by a wild Harrison throw. Uh, but McGuire with a laser to second uh, to throw out a potential base stealer. Uh, that's been uh, more. It's been happening more times than not with McGuire. The more I see this guy play, the more the more I like him. Um, you know, he had a he had a double in the game and uh, threw out a, a base stealer, which was great. Uh, third inning, only nine pitches. Kopech looked locked in in the third. Uh, starting to lean on that breaking stuff a little bit more because the fastball just didn't have the pop. Uh, but JJ. Medijevic, I'm probably butchering that name. I tried to practice it. It's not like they said it uh, a small amount of times. It was this was the big story on Sunday night. JJ uh, Medijevic takes a 93 mile per hour fastball and puts it into the left field Crawford boxes for his first career home run, and it's now two nothing Houston. And just to tell you, if you didn't watch uh, the game and you're getting caught up here, there was not a lot happening in this game. And they followed this situation, the young fan that caught this home run and all the goings on and of what he was trying to negotiate to get from the Houston Astros. It was it, it was just too much, absolutely too much. You could just tell you there was not a lot going on. And this was the thing that they wanted to talk about uh, in the game. Uh, fifth inning, Kopech gives up a two-run home run uh, early in the inning. It was 4-1 Houston, and that was it for Kopech. Uh, he went five innings, uh, gave up seven hits, four earned runs, uh, a walk, four strikeouts, two home runs. His ERA sits at 2.38. He threw 75 pitches in the game. Lambert and Velasquez came in to clean some stuff up. Uh, Kopech definitely battled. Uh, he didn't have the electric fastball. Wonder, I'm wondering how bad the knee was, uh, and if you know five innings, 75 pitches was about where they wanted to cap him because maybe the Sox are still worrying the same thing. Uh, he gave up those two home runs. They were in the Crawford boxes. Probably not a home run in many other ballparks. Uh, and really, the, the situation is, hey, hopefully Kopech feels good on Monday and he can stay in the rotation. That's where we're at right now. Uh, Sox offense had some opportunities on Sunday, uh, but I'm going to tell you why it was just too little and too late. Uh, more on that in a moment.
Hey, I want to tell you about Athletic Greens. I've been taking AG1, as you know, their flagship product for a few months now and have noticed an improvement in my overall metabolism, better sleep, and I just feel better. Uh, so what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, and probiotics to help you start your day right. Uh, this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. Uh, Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, is recommended by professional athletes and trusted by leading health experts. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, so the offense on Sunday, disappointing, especially after Saturday's explosion. We'll talk about Saturday's big game uh, in a little bit. Uh, Christian uh, Javier on the hill for the Astros, and we just could not figure him out. Uh, second inning, uh, Berger was hit by a pitch. McGuire with a double in left center. Berger to third. Uh, Harrison with two runners in scoring position and only one out. He pops up in short left. Uh, Hazley up. Again, just called him back up from Charlotte. Apparently, he was doing a nice job offensively over there. Uh, and he was absolutely frozen on a fastball, and the Sox miss out on an opportunity. Uh, Harrison's uh, pop-up, uh, unfortunately, is a theme, as is uh, Hazley's strikeout. Uh, let's go to the fourth. Sox have two on uh, with two outs. Harrison with another pop-up uh, to end the inning. Uh, fifth inning, heading into this inning, uh, this is how the offense was going. White Sox, they just could not get anything happening here. Just one hit after four innings. Uh, more walks with three than hits, which is surprising if you've been following this White Sox team lately. They do not walk. Uh, and Harrison with two pop-ups. Uh, so that's more than the hits that the Sox had as a team up to this point. Uh, they finally got something going, though, in the fifth inning. Danny Mendick with the fourth team walk of the game. Uh, Robert with a double into right center. He had a great series. Uh, just the second hit of the game, and Mendick scores. It's 2-1. Houston's still on top. But some more two-out uh, two offense, which has been great. Sox did a lot of that uh, in Detroit. Uh, we have to go all the way to the eighth inning for some more action happening. Uh, Robert with a bizarre broken bat infield single. Um, the, the bat... Uh, shattered, cracked, went flying uh, to the shortstop in Houston. He was trying to dodge the bat, couldn't make a play. Uh, Robert gets on. A.J. Pollock with a triple down left uh, field, thanks to a crazy hop out there in the corner. 
Roberts scores. It's 4-2. Now Houston's still on top. Just one out with Berger up. Berger did a really nice job. Nothing flashy here, but he took the ball the other way. Ground ball to second base. Uh, Altuve decided to just get the force at first, let the run score. Pollock uh, goes home. It's 4-3 Sox. Uh, in the ninth, Harrison leads off with a walk. You know, how many times have we seen we give up a leadoff walk late in the game and that walk comes around to bite us? Can the Sox make a leadoff walk come around to bite the Astros? No, uh, no real threat there. Uh, Sox final offensive line, three runs, six hits, five walks, which was nice, uh, nine strikeouts. Uh, three extra base hits, no home runs once again for our White Sox, and 0 for 5 with runners in scoring position. Uh, here, here's how it went down the line. Mendick, who was leading off, uh, 0 for 4. Vaughn, 0 for 4. Robert, 2 for 4. Uh, he had a really nice series. Abreu, 0 for 4. Pollock, 2 for 3. He's been hitting well. Berger, 0 for 3. McGuire, 1 for 3. Uh, Harrison, 0 for 3. And Hasley, 0 for 4 with three strikeouts. Uh, very disappointing. Um, so Tim Anderson's going to be back on Monday as the Sox welcome the Blue Jays to the south side. And uh, Larusa has said he's going to lead off. So where will Mendick go? I mean, this is going to be really interesting. I'll be following to see when this lineup comes out. I- I'm assuming Mendick slides back down to the ninth spot. That's where he was during that like six or seven game stretch where you had the top four consistent and then you had Danny Mendick in that ninth spot uh, or the second leadoff spot, as Tony LaRusso likes to say. And then how about Pollock? Where would Pollock go? He was leading off uh, during that stretch. and But lately on Saturday and Sunday, he hit in the fifth spot and did fairly well. I think Andrew Vaughn stays in that two spot. Uh, Mendick again is probably going to be in that ninth spot, but again, it also depends on you know, will Mancata play? Uh, and will Berger be in there if Mancata can't play? Uh, we'll see. Uh, but Sachs, Sachs finally broke through and got a win in Houston. That was the big news of the weekend, the Saturday game against Verlander. Uh, why was Saturday's win such a big deal? Uh, more on that in just a moment. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action of BetOnline, where the game starts. So let's take you all the way back to Friday. I know you don't want to think about this game, but um, let's do it anyway. It could be therapeutic. Uh, Sox got pounded by the Astros 13-3. to Not a very good way to start uh, your weekend. It was the Apple TV telecast. Uh, Giolito was on the hill for the Sox. He only went five innings, seven hits, eight earned runs. 
three walks, three strikeouts, two home runs. His ERA sits at 4.78. Foster followed up uh, after Giolito. He went two and a thirds inning, three hits, four earned runs, and uh, gave up two home runs. It was just a bad, bad game for our White Sox. Sox offense, again, those only three runs, eight hits, zero walks, struck out 12 times. Uh, Pollock was the lone bright spot with that three-run home run. Uh, Gio uh, was not happy about his performance, nor were the Sox fans. Uh, He is really confusing right now with back-to-back rough outings. Here's some quotes from Giolito after that uh, outing on Friday. This is pretty god-awful. That's pretty much it, Giolito said. Third time through the lineup, need to execute my pitches. Not going to have success falling behind guys. That's really it. I don't have a lot of analysis. I just need to be better. Uh, yeah, we're all scratching our heads. Um, I think you, you know, a lot of fans are ready to completely take away that that label of our ace. If you ever even gave it to him this season, uh, it's been rough goings for Giolito. Uh, Saturday was really the bright spot of the weekend. Wow, what a difference a day makes. Um, Sandwiched in these two uh, rough losses was Saturday. Sox beat the Astros seven to nothing. It was the first win in Houston since May 2019. Johnny Cueto, the workhorse, the guy you didn't expect, is getting it done. Seven innings pitched on Saturday, only two hits, zero earned runs, two walks, five strikeouts. His ERA is sub three. 2.95. Uh, Lopez came in to finish uh, things up. Uh, wow. Cueto has got it going on. He is fun to watch. After you see the Astros score 13 runs on Friday, and then Cueto comes out and silences them, uh, no earned runs and only two hits. He's got something special going on. Uh, offense was pretty great uh, on Saturday. Very fun game. Robert was three for five with four RBIs. Vaughn was three for five and Abreu with two big RBIs, Sox offense, seven runs, 12 hits. Verlander, who was going against our Sox, big sample size. We've seen Verlander quite a bit. Uh, we chased Verlander early. It was great to see. Er, Verlander only went three and two-thirds of a inning, nine hits. He gave up seven runs, four of them earned, and he only had three strikeouts. Uh, here's some stuff on uh, Cueto talking about his outing. Uh, I just tried to keep the ball low in the zone because I know that they can hit it. Uh, I was good with executing. Uh, Friday night was a bad game for us, Cueto said, but I always say you need to keep your head up, keep your head up and be optimistic and come back the next day and try to do your job. After that support, I just said, okay, I just need to keep the game as it is right now. I need to keep my focus, uh, Cueto said, talking of the run support. Uh, because sometimes you can lose it, and I was able to do that. I just like to work, Cueto said. Work hard, execute, try to keep the ball low in the zone, and work hard to stay healthy. That's the most important thing. Boy, he can't be any more right about staying healthy. Uh, Johnny Cueto this year for the White Sox, uh, one in three, but ERA of 2.95, 33 strikeouts and seven appearances this season. Cueto has started six games for the Sox this year and has not gone less than six innings in any of those starts. 
Here's TLR on Cueto. With his contribution of what we're doing, that's how he has pitched his whole career. He has given us a tremendous lift. That's pitching at its finest, Larusa said about Cueto's performance on Saturday. Yes, he has been such a surprise. Great to see. And uh, now we have to really lean on him. Uh, Sox, uh, welcome the Blue Jays to the south side for a three-game series. Lance Lynn is going on Monday night, making his second start of the 2022 season, going against Jose Barrios. Uh, Lynn pitched on June 13th against Detroit, uh, four and a third innings, 10 hits, three earned runs, zero walks, four strikeouts. Hopefully he can just build on that. I feel a little bit more comfortable, maybe go deeper in the game. Sox were swept by the Blue Jays, uh, who are 38 and 28 uh, in Toronto early in June. Hopefully things are much different uh, for this White Sox team. Uh, Get back home and welcome Tim Anderson back to the lineup. Folks, thanks for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find podcasts. We're on Twitter and Instagram at LockedOnSox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Hey, the first picks of the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft have been made. Search now for Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and get over 50 insiders, the Odyssey sports experts and the draft experts of Lockdown NBA Big Board. The five-episode Ultimate NBA Mock Draft is underway Make Ultimate NBA Mock Draft your second listen today. Uh, coming up on the next episode, I'll recap Lynn's performance against the Blue Jays and hopefully be talking about a White Sox winner. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox!